Hi, this is Jonah Trebowasser, and welcome back to another edition of Radio Rotary, sponsored by local Rotarians, your friends dedicated to service. Each week, we chat with your neighbors about great things happening in your community and around the world, people sharing ways to improve your life. And today, we'll be talking with Reverend Betsy Fisher about feeding the needy and her adventures in Africa right after these important messages. Alone, our reach is limited. No matter how great our intentions, on our own, we can only stretch so far. But at Rotary, we believe the right group of people working together can make our communities, our world, a better place. Rotary is a worldwide network of community volunteers dedicated to helping people in need. Learn more at rotary.org. Rotary. Humanity in Motion. For information about Rotary in the Hudson Valley, visit www.rotarydistrict7210.org. Welcome back to this edition of Radio Rotary. My name's Jonah Trebois, and my co-host, the exquisite Sarah O'Connell, is away today. But I am privileged to have with me in the studio the Reverend Betsy Fisher of the St. Thomas Episcopal Church in Amenia. Uh, good morning, Reverend Betsy. Hi, nice to be here, Jonah. Thanks it's, for inviting me. It's delightful to have you. And uh, we're going to talk a little bit about feeding the needy. Uh, you have a, a food bank, I understand, and it's got a wonderful name. Tell us what the name is. It's a food pantry. It's called the Food of Life Food Pantry. And, and where, where is that located? It's located right at the church in on Leedsville Road in Amenia. It's open every Friday from 3 to 5 p.m. Right. And, um, you know, we know the economy's been limping along since 2008. Uh, Reverend Betsy Fisher, have you seen an increase in demand, an increase in need for these kind of services? Actually, we've just seen a tremendous uptick during the month of November. Um, right. That's when a lot of people's food stamps have been cut. And uh, this past, the Friday before Thanksgiving, we fed a record number, 301 people. Now, what that means is we don't give out, we don't serve actual food. We give out groceries. We give out three days worth of groceries for each person. That's nine meals. So in one day, we gave out over 2,700 meals. Where does all the food come from? We um, get donations from people. We also have, uh, we are members of the local food bank for, in uh, Northeast Duchess, um, and we purchase at cost at Freshtown. Freshtown in Amenia is a wonderful, wonderful uh, store that does tremendous things for the community, and they are a wonderful supporter of us. And um, how, did, how did you establish the uh, the food pantry? You know, when, when I first got there, I'm the first full-time priest at the church in 150 years. Is that right? I am. And uh, they really discerned a mission to uh, of hospitality right. and of feeding. Mm-hmm. And so the first thing we did was build three little raised beds at the, gar- at the garden to raise vegetables to donate to a local food pantry in Lakeville, Connecticut called Al's Kitchen. Does wonderful work. And we did that for about a year. And after about a year, they um, the people, the leaders at Al's Kitchen contacted me and said, have you ever considered opening a food pantry where you are? And I said, well, no, you know, we're just starting out. And he, they said, the reason we ask is because of the people that come to Lakeville, Connecticut for our food pantry, 75% of them are from New York. And of those 75%, 75% of them are from Dover Plains. Mm-hmm. So most of the people were driving from Dover Plains to Lakeville for food. They needed something in our area. Wow. And so we, with a grant from Episcopal Charities, they gave us the seed money to start in 2009. We opened our doors thinking we'd open once a month, and then the economy collapsed. And we opened six months early in March, and we opened every week. And we've been open every every week since. 
And it's a steady, a steady stream of customers. Steady. Now, what we did find in the beginning of the year was that there was a slight decline in p- numbers of people coming because many people got work or got jobs. They're okay. m- mostly um, underemployed people. These are the people, the people that come to our food pantry, the people that fall between the cracks. They don't qualify for public assistance. And yet they are constantly making choices between things like food and gasoline or food and heating oil it's what or we would food call and the, medicine. It's what we call the working poor, the working Reverend poor. Fisher. Yeah. Right. Um, and that's that group of people in our in our society is getting larger and larger and larger. Um, so those people, when they started to get work, would and people that would be coming every week started to come twice a month or three times a month. That's all changed now since November. People are back coming every week. And. Um do you, do you screen people to, to make sure there's nobody there who's like Scrooge McDuck is just a miser and wants to have somebody else pay for his food? Or well, you take what, people at face value? We do. We do not have a means test um, because, once again, we are there for the people who wouldn't qualify for a means test. We did a lot of research before opening the food pantry, and what we found was that the fraud in food pantries is minuscule. Mm-hmm. There are many other less humiliating ways to scam people. Yeah, And so people that come to, to the food pantry really needs a food pantry. Our food pantry is particularly unique because we um, are very focused on a, on a few things. One is nutrition. We had a relationship with a, a, a garden in the area, a 52 raised bed garden. Uh, they voted, donated all the produce to us. From oh, the fresh garden. produce. Fresh, wow, fresh locally produce, grown. Locally grown, and we tended that garden. They've just retired the garden, and we're going to build our own community garden at St. Thomas come come this, this spring. Uh, so nutrition is very important. And we also are, um, as a parish, we read the book Toxic Charity, how churches and charities hurt the people they try to help and, and how to reverse it. In, in what way? Uh, are you saying that, uh, that, that the concept of toxic charity is that people become too dependent on charity rather than, you know, well, and it's, in other words, instead of giving a handout, there's the, the philosophy, don't give a handout, give a hand. You know, give, you, you give a hand up, right. Yeah, give you, up, give, right. you give somebody a fish, they eat a meal. If That's you teach right. them how to fish, fish they, they, fish they eat for It's that, yes, it is that. It's also this idea that we are not the same. Uh, that the people that come to the food pantry are somehow uh, a step below us. Right. That we're the good people helping the poor people. Okay. We're all neighbors. We're mm-hmm. all the same. And we call them our neighbors, the people who come, because they are. And so we have a tremendous stress on respect for the people that come, maintaining their their um, dignity. We try to set it up as much like a shopping experience as possible to maintain dignity. These are people that don't want to be at a food pantry. You know, Reverend Betsy Fisher of the St. Thomas Episcopal Church, our guest here on uh, Radio Rotary from me. You know, this could happen to anyone. This could mm-hmm. happen to anyone. Uh, people may remember the uh, television show Bewitched, and there was a very, very superb actor. He had done a lot of great work in dramatic and comedic uh, movies and TV. His name was Dick York, mm-hmm. and he ended up homeless. He ended up a very ill and sick man. Um, it, this kind of thing can, and he, he, he became very devoted uh, to working with the homeless to, as you say, take that step up. And um, it can happen to anyone. Well, I remember a day at the food pantry where one of the volunteers came to me and to, in my office and asked to talk to me with tears in her eyes. And she sat down and she said, you know, this is getting really hard for me because the people on the other side of the table, the, where they didn't right. take, look more and more like me every day. Hmm. And these the uh, 
the people that are falling through the cracks are the numbers are growing and growing, and they're invisible. They're especially invisible in our part of the of the county, because it's a beautiful bucolic area, and there's also great wealth there. But there is an invisible poor population that is growing and growing that needs tremendous help. And at St. Thomas, we're very committed to offering them hospitality and helping them make sure that they have. Uh, full bellies with healthy food so that they can at least get the basics to start a better day. Especially for the kids. You know, it's important that a kid goes to school uh, well well fed because, right. you know, otherwise the hunger pangs distract them and they can't get that step up that a good education would give them. Well, and actually, when, when they're in school, they usually get uh, free lunch or free breakfast. Right. And that's, but in the summer, our numbers go up once again because the kids are home. I know some Rotary clubs have what we call the backpack snack attack. We send right. backpacks home that's with, right. with meat meals for the, for the weekend, but every little bit helps, especially in today's economy. My guest this morning on Radio Rotary is the Reverend Betsy Fisher of St. Thomas Episcopal Church in Amenio. She's talking about the Food of Life Pantry. And um, how did you decide to become a minister? Uh, you know, I was... Um I was raised a Roman Catholic, a very in a very devout family, a Roman Catholic family. So, you know, I always had a uh, draw to things like ministry. But as a little girl, you don't think you have a call to priesthood. Um, and just through the years, my um, my husband and I decided to, you know, try the Episcopal Church. He's now a, a bishop in the Episcopal Church, and I'm, right, right. So we keep we sort of keep it in the family. We do, we do. We now, do. now. Let's, let's, how long, I'm going to ask a personal question. How sure. long have you been married? 30, almost 30 years. So even though he's the bishop and therefore, technically speaking, you're superior outside, you're the boss at home. Absolutely. <laughs> I told him our house is a bishop-free zone. <laughs> Absolutely. So you were saying that he's now the bishop of Western Massachusetts. Yes. And, um, and actually, I discerned my, my, my call to priesthood um, as, a, as a chaplain on the oncology unit at Westchester Medical Center. I was studying to be a chaplain, that's not thinking I was going to be ordained. Yes. Not thinking I was going to be ordained. I was going to be a lay chaplain, and that's where I discerned a call to ordain ministry. Well, I think your, your, your parishioners are very fortunate to have you. because uh, Well, I'm lucky to have yeah, them. You're, you're, you're a wonderful person to be doing all this great work for the poor. And uh, before we break for our commercials, uh, again, give us the, the hours and the location of the uh, Food of Life Food Pantry. It's at St. Thomas Episcopal Church at 40 Leedsville Road in Amenia. It's open every Friday from 3 to 5 p.m. People are welcome to come every week. And uh, the phone number at the church is 845-373-9161 if people would like further information. Why don't you give us the phone number again? 845-373-9161. And services are? Services are 1030 on Sunday morning, and we welcome all as well. Okay. And the food pantry, I assume, serves everyone regardless of race, Regardless color, of race, color, creed, religion. religion. Terrific. And we're going to find more about uh, not only the Food of Life food pantry and the great work of Reverend Betsy Fisher of St. Thomas Episcopal Church in Armenia. We're going to talk to her about her adventures in Africa in just a moment. But first, let's remind our listeners they're in tune with Radio Rotary on the air and around the world by podcast on iTunes and at RadioRotary.org. My name's Jonah Tree Boss, and my co-host Sarah O'Connell is away, but we're delighted to have with us Joining us in the studio, the Reverend Betsy Fisher of St. Thomas Episcopal Church in Amenia. Radio Rotary is sponsored to you today by JGS, your essential partner for all of your accounting and business consulting needs. Call them at 845-692-9500. By Salisbury Bank and Trust, your local bank for all of your personal, business, and wealth management needs. Visit them at salisburybank.com. And by the Rotary Clubs of Southern Ulster, Walk Hill East, 
and East Fishkill. And we'll be back with more Radio Rotary after these important messages. Salisbury Bank and Trust offers personal and business banking, residential mortgages, commercial lending, and trust and wealth management services. With locations throughout the tri-state region in Dutchess County, the northwest corner of Connecticut, and southern Berkshire County, Massachusetts, Salisbury Bank is your personal bank in your community. Making local decisions and delivering the highest quality of customer service. Salisbury Bank is your local bank for all of your personal business and wealth management needs. Check us out at salisburybank.com. That's salisburybank.com. Salisbury Bank and Trust, member FDIC, an equal housing lender. Salisbury Bank, enriching. Juddelson, Giordano, and Siegel. CPAPC is a full-service accounting, tax, and business consulting firm. JGS specializes in business succession planning, including ownership transition, management transition, as well as family and non-family transitions. The JGS staff works alongside you to solve the problems of your specific business or personal situation. JGS is conveniently located on Route 211 in Middletown, New York. To learn more, please contact JGS at 845 929500 or visit them on the web at www.jgspc.com. Juddelson, Giordano, and Siegel, your essential partner in business. Welcome back to this edition of Radio Rotary. This is Jonah Trebowasser, and uh, my co-host Sarah O'Connell is not here today. She's away, but I have a sneaking suspicion she might have been a little bit concerned about coming here because her minister, the Reverend Betsy Fisher, is here from the St. Thomas Episcopal Church in Armenia. Reverend Betsy, you can tell us. Is Sarah a good girl in church? She's the best. <laughs> I had no doubt. I had no <laughs> doubt. Anyway, we're delighted to have uh, Reverend uh, Betsy Fisher with us here on Radio Rotary this morning. Uh, she comes from a family of, uh, of uh, uh, ministers. Her, her husband is a bishop, as she was telling us. And she was also telling us about the wonderful Food of Life Pantry. Remind our listeners when um, the Food of Life Pantry is available. It's open every Friday from 3 to 5 p.m. And all are, are, are welcome to come. And if you'd like to make a donation to the Food of Life Food Pantry, you can do that uh, by uh, mailing a check to 40 Leedsville Road, Amenia, 12501. Or you can also go to our website, stthomasamenia.org, and uh, pay through PayPal. And what about people who might be out there who say, you know, uh, I happen to run a grocery store. I'd like to donate, like, you know, six crates of Cheerios. Can they also drop that off? Call us. Absolutely. Give us the phone number again. 845-373-9161. Talking again about the food bank, the uh, Food of Life Pantry. do you have just dry goods, or are there meats and milks and things of that out, nature? We are we stress nutrition. It's very important. We give out every every week. We give out meat. We give out dairy. We give out fresh produce. Um, locally grown fresh produce. Locally, I was very impressed locally by Locally grown organic produce, which would be impossible for the our neighbors who come to be able to afford. Right. And it's such a, a cornerstone of good nutrition. So we do that for most. Now these are the months that we'll have less of that. Although people in the area do donate fresh produce now because right. they know that, that that we give it out. We grow it from about June till October. We okay. give it out. So give us the phone number one more time. For people 845-373-9161. Now I understand you're just recently back from Africa. I am. What was all that about? Uh, my husband's diocese, the Diocese of Western Massachusetts, has a companion relationship with the Diocese of Kumasi mm-hmm. in uh, Ghana. And we went to meet everyone and we toured and saw the different programs that, uh, that, that the diocese is involved in. And one in particular really caught my imagination. There's a tremendous 
push in Ghana for education, but especially women's education. And why would that be? Well, if you educate women, you not only raise women out of poverty, but you save the children as well. Makes sense. It does. But the problem is is that there's a large population of people, of, of women, either from out of poverty or lack of ability, that will never get to attend u- university. Mm-hmm. So there's uh, the... We've, we're supporting uh, something called the Women's Vocational Center. And this is a place that takes women from the poorest areas of Ghana and trains them in a, in a trade, either catering, seamstressing, or um, hair, hairdressing. And this, this enables them to go out and to start a business. This is, these are the people that get the microloans that places like Kiva.org give. They start businesses, and that's how they, lift, they, they will lift their families out of poverty. The microloan is situation is really fascinating. Expand on that for our listeners. Well, there's different organizations that give small loans, including micro Rotary, loans, including Rotary. Rotary, right, yeah. that give small loans to on, entrepreneurs, people that want to start a business, and they pay them back slowly. They've had great success with it. And uh, and you see this all over Ghana. There's all kinds of little uh, little storefronts and shops that you know people have so at this vocational center they have a they're trying to build a teaching kitchen and what they want to do is expand it so they can have more women come and the teaching kitchen would be a way for them to teach them catering and there'll be a dining hall and they'll learn all kinds of skills they only have the frame built and to finish the building they need thirty thousand dollars okay i kept saying 30? Are you sure? Not 130? Because I thought... These are not New York prices, I guess. Well, you know, I'm thinking, if you've ever watched HGTV, people spend more than that just doing their kitchens in their home. So, um, as the bishop's wife, my my project is to get 500 people, because the bishop has pledged um, $5,000. Okay. Get 500 people to give $50 a piece. And if we do that, we can build that kitchen for the women of Ghana. And that will affect not only the women, but their children. It'll lift their children out of poverty. And that will just, it's a ripple effect that can affect generations. So if people at home might be interested in helping out, or perhaps some Rotary Clubs would like to have you as a speaker to talk about this, how can they get in touch with you? 845-373-9161. Call me at St. Thomas Church. Folks, I'm get a pencil and paper. I'll have Reverend Betsy Fisher of the St. Thomas Episcopal Church of Amenia repeat that number before the close of the show. Um, from the pulpit, as you stand up there in the pulpit on a Sunday and, and, and give your sermons, what does the state of the world look like to you? I mean, you know, I we've seen a lot of ups and downs. I'm much older, by the way, folks at home, Reverend <laughs> Fisher. So I've seen a lot think. of strange things happening in, in my lifetime. Um, and you really despair, I think, sometimes for the future of the country and the future of humanity. Uh, you seem to be a very upbeat and positive person. Tell me what it looks like from the pulpit. Well, I, I think throughout history, there's been despair. I mean, if there's hardly a time in history when you can say, ah, oh, that's the time that everything was great. There's always been uh, suffering. Suffering is part of the human condition. What I see is people uh, starving to do good. They are... They're, they're dying to do good. This is what they're really looking to do. And and they're looking for meaning. And I think that's a big part of what any faith community needs to do. It, there's, it's no longer enough to just 
expect people to come and show up. They're not going to do that anymore. We're in a much more secular society. You have to provide something that really frames their life with meaning. Mm -hmm. And once you do that... People just come to life, and they want to give back. They want to be connected to people. They're looking for community, and they're looking for ways to give their their lives meaning. meaning. And I, I'm very hopeful. I, I meet so many people doing so much good, and we don't hear about that as much as we hear about the the suffering. But there's tremendous hope going on, especially with young people. Young people really are looking for meaning. And you know what? One of the great places that you can do good folks at home is joining a local Rotary Club. Absolutely. Rotary.org, R-O-T-A-R-Y.org. Click on the Club Locator button. Type in your hometown. Find where your local Rotary Club meets and what time. And join us for the fun, the food, and the fellowship. And you get to meet wonderful people like the Reverend Betsy Fisher, who is the pastor at St. Thomas Episcopal Church in Amenia. She's talking about the Food of Life Pantry and her adventures in Africa and all the great things that uh, she gets involved in. Uh, what are some of the programs that are offered... Uh, uh, at the uh, St. Thomas Episcopal Church in Amenia for well, people who might be interested. Well, we are, we're a small community. When I got there seven years ago, there were 16 members. Not 16 families. No, 16 <laughs> okay. people. And we're now... You just, just about could hold a jury trial with that. Yeah. <laughs> okay. We're just about under 100 members. We have a core That's group great. of about 50 that attend services regularly. We are we call ourselves a community of radical hospitality. We welcome Oh, you got to explain that to me. Well, radical hospitality means that there's so few places in the world where the doors are open to everyone no matter what. Mm-hmm. And you can walk into St. Thomas no matter what and be welcome there. And... That is, I think, for, for us, that was the call of Jesus, to offer radical hospitality to everyone, uh, regardless of uh, their skin color, their gender, their sexual orientation, their religion. Just be a place of radical hospitality, and God will do the rest. That's a lovely sentiment. That really is. And you've certainly put that to work with your Food of Life Pantry. Um, you, you talked to us a little bit about the number of uh, meals, the number of uh, amount of food you're giving, and uh, how it's steadily increasing. Uh, from your view of from the pulpit, again, do you see it ever going back to maybe better times, or are we just going to continue to be in these these doldrums? Well, I think I think those of us who have a voice need to be the voice for the people who are invisible, mm-hmm. because until our our legislators and our leaders understand the impact that these cuts have on people, uh, I think that it will not go back. They're, they don't have the energy or the or the uh, the possibility in their everyday life to do that kind of advocacy. They're tr- they're just trying to get through the day. We who have the luxury of time and connections need to use our voice to speak for those people, or nothing will ever change. But we're the ones that can make that happen. It's going to come from the from from the ground up. It's not going to come from the top from the top down. You know, your husband, the bishop, is a Rotarian, and, he is. Uh, and uh, we've had the pleasure of having him on Radio Rotary. And one of the things Rotary gets involved in is uh, is vocational education and you know opening up vocations to young people. And you know, when I was growing up, there weren't women pastors. And mm-hmm. now we have women rabbis, we have women ministers like yourself. Uh, there might be a young lady who's uh, listening, who's scratching her head saying, gee, I wonder what I should do in life. Uh, do you recommend the, the pulpit to uh, other young ladies? I think if it's, if it's a call, if it's something that's uh, stirring in your heart, pay attention. It's it's a great way of life if it's your call. I can't imagine doing this if it's the wrong way of life for you. <laughs> but it's I have found it to be a, just a tremendously um, fulfilling 
way of, of, of life. And I think if you just trust your intuition, God speaks through us, through, through all of us in our, in our hearts and just listen to that little voice within yourself and see how it's, it's also something that's confirmed by other people as well. See how other people respond to you in that world too. Well, Reverend Betsy Fisher, thank you for everything you do for not only the needy, but for your own parishioners and for people all over the Hudson Valley. And thank you so much for joining us here this morning on Radio Rotary. Thank you, Jonah. And we'd also like to thank our sponsors this week, JGS, your essential partner for all your accounting and business and consulting needs. Call them at 845-692-9500. Salisbury Bank and Trust, your local bank for all of your personal, business, and wealth management needs. Visit them at SalisburyBank.com and the Rotary Clubs of Highland, Hyde Park, Kinderhook, Tri-Village and Millbrook. For the entire Radio Rotary team, our engineer Jay Verzi, our producer Sue Naglary and my co-host Sarah O'Connell who will be back next week. This is Jonah Trebowasser thanking you for tuning in and inviting you to join us again this same time next week for another edition of Radio Rotary. And don't forget our website, RadioRotary.org. Hudson Valley Rotarians invite you to support Shelterbox USA as they provide disaster relief aid for victims around the world. Shelterbox disaster response teams are on site assessing people's needs and ensuring that your invaluable support goes directly to those who need it most. For more information and to donate, go to shelterboxusa.org. That's shelterboxusa.org.